The number you have dialed has been changed. Hello? Hi! You got my new number! Welcome to Dear Alexander. This is a new segment on the podcast and over at my website. I want to know. I would love to know. Ask me a question. Share an insight with me. Tell me about something beautiful you're creating, something beautiful you're seeing emerge from yourself or someone else. And please, by all means, share your ahas. Tell me how it's going on the spiritual path. What's an obstacle that's standing in your way along the path? I would love to podcast about it and feature it here. So head over to my website, viralmindfulness.com slash dear dash Alexander. You can also find a button. Oh, I love the word button in the footer of my website that says Dear Alexander and at the top in the navigation menu, look for resources and then hit Dear Alexander. I can't wait to hear from you. Dear Alexander, how do I witness a loved one's pain and be supportive without becoming overcome with their pain myself. Signed, Tara. What a great question, Tara. Thanks for asking. I hope that this can be of service to you. I think there are a lot of people who can relate to what you're going through. People are carrying a lot of pain. People are in pain. People are not wanting to be in pain, are running from it, numbing it, there, some people are not capable yet of unpacking some of the pain and loss over the last three years. The word you used, witness, is a real interesting choice. Not interesting in the sense of let's psychoanalyze it. I think there's a lot of words you could play with as you sit with someone. One of the words that I love is sit with. I guess it's two words. (laughs) To sit with them. Um, Witness makes me feel like, and this is just me, you know, my reaction to the word. Witness makes me feel like I'm watching them. To sit with infer something that really matters to me that I think is very valuable, which is I'm learning that it's not my job to be empathetic with you. In fact, I really can't. It's a disservice to try and empathize with you because your experience is yours and your life. Like if I'm looking at you, the one in pain, I don't know what it's like to be in your exact situation. I don't know what it's like. I can draw from what my pain feels like, but it's still going to be different. And I think sometimes empathy inspires a separation or a hierarchy. And I think that naturally each one of us does not necessarily enjoy sitting with the uncomfortable parts, the sour parts, the prickly parts, the difficult aspects. 
it's easy to sit with the joy and the abundance, the pleasure. In fact, for me, I'm always like, give me more, give me more, yeah, 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 yeah. I have to peel my hands off grasping for more, more, more. And I have to genuinely, authentically invite myself to be generous and, and merciful with my pain. And so I think you could play with the word witness. You could potentially sit with, you could hmm, hold, you could listen, you could love, you could touch the person, you could serve them, you could support, you could steady, you could water. Yeah. I think that another path I would like to take, I kind of took some notes and wrote this down as well. Back to our discomfort with pain. That's my my page turning. Oh, yeah. I think that sometimes it's very natural that sitting with witnessing another person's pain, someone you love, Tara, it's going to activate things within you. So then you have a twofold process, even more than two. Just taking those two threads into account you're witnessing their pain, you're hearing, seeing them, and that creates a weight and a density within you. And simultaneously, it's not uncommon that it activates fear. Uh, It activates your own loss, your own pain, trauma, something from the past. It's kind of like a a reverberation, an echo, or a mirror, a reflection. And so I think knowing that all of that is okay and normal and to be expected and to not be surprised by anything you experience and to take care of you and reach out to your circle, your support system, your spiritual practice, your hobbies, your prayers, your goddess, your husband, your therapist, your spiritual teacher, less harmful ways of distracting yourself or coping. And I used to feel weird sometimes, especially with a few times when friends have died and I've lost them through death or they have passed into the invisible invisible world through the threshold known as death. And some of the fear sometimes, there's like a thousand faces of fear. And or like if I'm looking at my father or my mother and some of their scenarios in age, and I might feel sad and feel their pain and discomfort and then suddenly be in a really activated space of fear for 
my own future? What does that feel? And what is that fear? And I used to think that, oh, how terrible of me. Here I'm trying to support this person and suddenly I'm in this place of my own self-centered fear and pain. And I think it's natural and I think that each, all of the waves that circulate around supporting those we love in pain, I think it's also really important to not take other people's pain from them. I've learned that pain is a great motivator that one person's pain is very informative and often inspires great wisdom and great strength and beauty in another person's life. This is kind of like this dance back and forth. Always, the more you, Tara, the more me, Alexander, learns to be with and sit with and witness my own pain it's as if it's no longer about I'm promoting this for you it's I'm doing this in my life with my own pain therefore as I sit here and witness your pain I'm going to be more of service because you can feel by attraction by energy just the actual benefit of being in the company of someone who's actually doing the same thing for their own pain. Therefore, it's much easier for me to help you sit with your pain. Also, don't be afraid of just checking out for periods of time and setting boundaries and structure. Letting someone know, hey, you know, I would love to pick this up again. I need to take a little break. I love you. I hear you. I'm here. I would love to get back with you tomorrow morning with that work or later in a couple hours. I think it's really important to do things to nurture and take care of yourself and get the support you need. I know in my life there's been times where I've had to say no completely to someone and it's been very difficult. And that is very challenging and I'm thinking of one specific example that I'm not going to share here. It was one of the most difficult up to date for me, and it was just last year actually, where I had to tell a friend, a close friend, that I couldn't walk any further with them, that this was the end of the path for me to walk with them and support them. And it was very difficult and it was very clear to me that that's what I needed to do for my well-being. They were angry. Actually, I'm not really sure what they felt. It was not a positive situation. And this person actually died six days later. And not because of me. They had, you know, COVID and cancer and... It was really difficult for me and I learned so much about myself and it's been a year and I really learned that there's there's a time and there's probably more times than I want to admit where it's important for me to walk away from someone else's pain 
and let them know I love them and let them know that this is as far as I can go. And yeah, I think I'll pause right there. And, you know, it's not uncommon for me in my place where I go often these days, and this is just me, meditation and silence and stillness and solitude is a great place for me to get support like this when I'm witnessing other people's pain. It hasn't always been that case, and it, and I'm not saying it needs to be for you. I know that the quiet and solitude is really good, that that's my medicine now, the stillness, the quiet, the silence. It used to be other medicines. And in that space, oftentimes it's about me just simply touching the depth of what it feels like. And oftentimes for me, it creates waves of emotion and tears. And sometimes it's so strong and deep, but it doesn't last very long, especially when I can really let the depth of it arise. I've really learned that pain is temporary. Everything's impermanent, which means that even the pain is not going to be here forever. I wrote down a list of touch points for you. The first one was, you cannot take their pain. The other one was, chunk down to the simple tactics like touch. When you're with someone who's in pain, touch them. And of course you can ask them, um, hey, can I give you a hug? I mean, if it's someone close, you know, you reach over and grab their hand, tickle their back. You listen to them and you repeat back to them their words. You know, you say to them, I'm here. I'm listening. I don't want to give advice or ask questions. I just want you to know I'm here and I'm, I'm listening. and I can hear what you're sharing with me and I'm so grateful. Please tell me more. I can stay right here. What can I do right now in this moment to be of support? Get support for your own fears. Remember, there's going to be thousands of faces of fear. Set boundaries. Remember that some seasons you're not going to be able to be of assistance. I recently told some friends, I cannot be with you in person right now, but I can be with you once a week. We could schedule a Zoom date, FaceTime date every week for an hour. I'd love to see you, support you. And I think a lot of times the truth is, is that people will find someone else if you're not available. Two more items. The first one is a Tibetan practice called Tonglen, sending and receiving. And this is sort of like a visualization. It's like a meditation, a practice where normally we breathe in fresh air and we breathe out the, we exhale the stale air. Breathe in fresh air, breathe out the stress, the pain. Tonglen switches it up. It's called sending and receiving. I mean, that's part of the definition of Tonglen, Tibetan Buddhism. In this case, you're bringing in the pain of another. 
and it's to elicit, cultivate compassion within yourself. And so you imagine that you're bringing in the thickness, the tar, the smoke, the weight and density of the pain. And you allow it to come in. And as it comes in with the inhale, at some point it will touch the center where your heart lives, where your lungs are. And in that moment, it activates within you. We are the same. Your pain, my pain, there's no difference. It's pain. Of course, there's a difference in the narrative, the stories. We're different humans, but we're both experiencing or observing or witnessing the pain. And in that moment of that interconnectedness, in that shared humanity and pain, then it awakens the compassionate heart within you. And with the exhale, may you be at ease. May you be at peace. May you be strong in holding your suffering steady. You know, the inhale, you're pulling in the pain. The exhale, you're sending well-being, wishes, light, love. I recently adjusted this, and I kind of giggled at myself and thought, am I really going to adjust a Tibetan Buddhist and I practice? And I said, yeah, mm-hmm, I sure am, because this is my life. I'm responsible for writing the map for me, and I realized that This is tricky for me because if I bring your pain in all the way, it gets stuck inside of me. It gets stuck around me and it becomes too unbearable. So the image that I found recently, and it's very beautiful to me, is I still breathe in with the inhale and the pain and the darkness and the thickness, the weight, the tar, the smoke of the pain comes towards me. But it's almost like the other person is handing it to me. And as they hand it to me, I touch it with my hands. And so all of a sudden, the two of us were touching the thick, dark, heavy, tar-like pain. And we're holding it together. So now I'm helping you hold it. And it's outside of us. It's in front of us. It's between us. And with four hands, taking into account if both individuals have two hands, four hands or three, we're holding the pain together. And with the exhale, sending light and love from a distance from my space, there's a space between me and your pain. That made a lot more sense to me. It was helpful for me this season. And so maybe that would work for you. And the final one is kind of fun. This is, I heard Cheryl Strayed and Glennon Doyle and Abby Wambach and Amanda talking on the podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. They were talking about flirt responsibly, drink responsibly. I thought, yeah, that's good for so much. That's really good for Tara and me. We need to help responsibly. (laughs) We need to empathize. We need to witness other people's pain responsibly. So I think there's great wisdom in that. I think that's a fun way to end this one, Tara. Witness responsibly. 
And it's very common to become overcome with the pain. It's very sad to see people we love, and especially when it's your children and your partner, you know, people that are super, your, your parent, a relative, a dearest friend, an animal. It's hard. And I guess I'd add one more now. Make sure and try and do some things that are active and fun. Dancing, laughing, games, getting a milkshake. <laughs> the milkshake brings all the boys in the house. Your life is better than mine. That's where my mind just went. So, Tara, thanks for the question. I hope there's a little bit of nugget of love and light here for you. I sure appreciate it. And Soul Siblings, that's it for this podcast episode. You know how to reach Dear Alexander. And next episode up is my 100th episode of the podcast. I can't wait to see you for the 100th episode. That's up next. springy wise circle hop hop two circles actually two different days of the week different times morning and night i'd love for you to join it's going to be fantastic last time it sold out this time i'm running two circles springy wise circle enchant yourself spring is here the sky is blue Whoa, birds will sing as if they knew Today's the day you'll say I do And you'll never be lonely anymore Because we're going to the circle And we're gonna get springy, yeah Going to the circle and we're gonna get springy.